yeah, we back, nigga. 30, yeah, we back, nigga. 30. What's going on, y'all? It's your guy, Dope the Phenom, a.k.a. Trippy OG, whichever you prefer. Back with another episode, and I finally got to do it, but not all the way do it, but I got to do it. I got three-fourths of the Venture Season Network in here. My guy, Kev Easy, host the Steelers for seven. Yeah! You feels me. How you doing today, kid? How you doing today? Very, very good, my brother. You back for another one, I see. Another one. Yeah, you ready for preseason on Tuesday, I see, my yes, guy. Yes, Ooh, ooh, ooh. And of course, we got my guy, Sweezy Peasy, co-host of Venture Season Podcast over here. How you doing, my guy? Feeling great, man. I'm feeling great. Heat Nation, stand up. We made it. Bro, Bro you know this is a Nick podcast, right? <laughs> nah, I'll just play with you. Nah, I mean your, your team is alright. It's alright. We're gonna we're gonna definitely get more into it as the as this whole episode goes out. Yeah, they are right in the trash. Ah! You feel me? Unfortunately, like I said, folks, man, it's only three fourths of us here. Unfortunately, our guy Taz Sound couldn't be in the building. He representing Philly and all that. You know, Ben Simmons is not trying to play. He's not getting that 8.25. It's a dub. You feel me? Unless he getting bought out, he's not coming to the Knicks. So I'm just going to put that out there right now. Let it go. We don't want to hear no more Ben Simmons talks. If you're not getting bought out like Kimba, you ain't coming over here. That's it. He ain't getting bought out because he's not even getting paid right now. But that, but you got to think about that. They holding just a little eight point, you know what, twenty five mil that they owe him. But that, that's just like an advance payment. That's nothing other than that. He, I don't think he's really worried about that. I highly doubt he blew through his money that he's been getting over the years. So that eight eight point twenty five is probably eight hundred twenty five dollars to him. Like let's let's be real here. But besides the fact, let's go ahead and get into it. The main topic of today with this episode for those that don't know and make sure y'all go ahead and follow me everywhere but you can start with ig that's at k-n-i-c-k-n underscore three zero you feel me but back into it how about we go ahead and talk about our early predictions for our favorite teams being how preseason is starting this sunday i believe you told me the facts with that sweets who started out this sunday for the people you know for the people not really knowing that yeah sunday at 3 30 you got the brooklyn nets versus the los angeles lakers Woo! he almost said clippers because they're gonna get clipped this year yet again but hot take I see PG-13, he might actually have a, like a MVP type of year. He might show why him and Kawhi don't really need to play together. But that's besides the fact. And, of course, we're not really worried about the two teams playing on Sunday. But that is a highlight game to see if you want to get a sneak preview of what's to come between the, you know that matchup. But since we got the Miami Heat guy here, he fills me. And, you know, everybody that does know and for those who do, you know, who don't, me... Kev, we over here. We Nick gang. You feel me? Nick's all day. So we're going to start with the Miami guy. Go ahead. We go. You can start it off with your record for the year, then go into certain players you want to see break out and do good, followed by who should go, who should stay, things you should work on. Give us an overall breakdown of your team. You feel me? How you, you, know, how you feel about this season? Yeah, so as you guys know, last season we got uh, swept. By the Milwaukee Bucks. Sweat! That went on to win the uh, Clean sweep. title. But you feel me? That, it was just a little extra there because we got them out of there the last uh, last playoff. So I understand that. But that's besides the point. In the offseason, we kind of like rewrapped our whole team. We got a lot of people out of there. And um, we got Kyle Lowry from the Toronto Raptors. That's going to be our starting point guard. Um, and we read up on Jimmy Butler. So we basically got our, <clears throat> our core with ba- alongside with Bam Adebayo for the foreseeable future. So how old is uh, Kyle Lowry now? Like 45? 34. <laughs> 34, if I'm not mistaken. 34. Uh, I mean, I think he's the same age. I think Jimmy Butler, they all around the same age, except for Bam. You know, Bam is 
specifically younger. Sure, they so, old um, as hell, but you know, yeah, I, I got a chance. It's not gonna work. It's but continue. Work. It's gonna work because the starting five is gonna be Kyle Lowry. Boo. You got either Duncan. I believe it's gonna be Duncan Robinson because we paid him in off season as well. So it's probably gonna be Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Butler, Bam, PJ Tucker. That's small ball. And that's all defense too. Is it? That's all defense right there. All right. So all right. Let's let's see the starting lineup. You said Kyle. So uh, he does play D. He can shoot. All right, let's see how that translates in the NBA. Even though, you know, he is, he's been in there for a while, but let's see how it really translates where he really got to get it going because they're going to they gonna need him to go. Uh, Duncan, Duncan's going to be Duncan. I feel like, you know, he, he set in stone in his role. But his defense, nah, I don't know. He's all right, but he ain't really all that when it comes to defense. Then you have Jimmy. All right, he played with the Bulls, played on the Tom. So he got no choice but to have that set in stone how to play defense. P.J. Tucker, that's what he's known to do. But if he ain't hitting that corner three, he ain't worth the lick. He ain't worth the lick, just like that whole segment was just right there. You feel me? And then after that, you go down into Bam. Now, Bam, this is where I could say he's like a, a up and up. Before you start, yeah. He's like an up and up. Talk like nice one minute. Nah, nah, nah. He's the only one I really could talk nice about when it comes to He's the only one I can really talk nice about when it comes to him, when it comes to uh, Jimmy. Like, those two, I could, I give them credit. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll really sit there and say, all right, they got it. But when it comes to the other ones, they're a little iffy to me. You feel me? But Bam is a one minute he's up, next minute he's down. He has to get consistency. He don't, if, in order for y'all to really take it to the next step, and my, my point of this, like, whole thing with y'all, Bam needs to make that leap. Yeah. Not Tyler Hero. Mm-hmm. It's Bam that has to take it's it to the next Tyler level. It's Tyler Hero, too, because a lot of people has been riding uh, Tyler Hero all season because he, he had definitely had a, a soft, sophomore slump, to say mm-hmm. the least. Um, yeah, he, he didn't really approve at all. So he's he's out to approve a point. But Bam in the all season, he said he's been working on a lot. So I have confidence that Bam, he's going to uh, – he said hit the main emphasis – is shot making. So he's he's definitely going to be taking a lot more threes, opening up his game in that aspect. So. All right, so I'm going to get down to the nitty-gritty. Mm-hmm. Let's be real here and don't be a fandom. I need you to be real realistic. Who's going to make a bigger leap this year? Tyler Hero or Emmanuel Quickly? Get to the bag. Let me hear it. And be honest, because you know it ain't Tyler Hero, bro. Is he going to outdo Emmanuel Quickly? He was a rookie last year, right? Sophomore year now, baby. Sophomore year now, so he's going. So to me, he's going to have the bigger leap just because you know he's he's learning a lot more than Tyler Hero at this point. So that's why I'm gonna say uh, Emmanuel quickly. You know, you want to hear something crazy? I feel like, of course, you know, I'm agreeing with you. It's going to be Emmanuel quickly, and in a few, we're going to get you know Easy's take on that as well. But at the end of the day. You got to look at it like this. Tyler Hero, for the fact that he had a terrific rookie season, but unfortunately it was in the bubble. Had it been a regular season, his rookie, I mean his sophomore season, they they probably wouldn't have backlashed on him as much as they did. Now, the fact that it was in the bubble and he went off like that, everybody already felt most of that was a fluke thing. You feel me? So for him to, like, crack down and really like fall off like that I, I get the bounce back is going to be real but IQ's rookie year alone is outshining his whole two going on three years in the league right now and that's bad it's bad He's gonna, he's gonna get trade him. No, 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 not yet. <laughs> I feel like this is his last year because Pat Riley came out and said that Tyler Hill, he's one of the core guys. So he said, why would I get one of, get rid of one of my core guys? So <clears throat> but I feel like this is really his last year because as you can see, Pat Riley is not afraid to sh- shake things up. So I feel like he definitely got his eye on Tyler Hero for sure though. Definitely. Before I go to my little next question on, on this guy, Tyler Hero, because he's he's really been blown mine and I had a lot of high hopes for him. Yes, I am a Knicks fan, but I like other players, okay people? 
This is the first time on an episode I get to talk about another player that's not on my team, okay? So just bear with me, all right? So before we get into that little part, Ease, how you feel about that? I already know who you're going to say, but I want to hear it. How you feel about that? IQ or, or Tyler Hero? What's up? Me, I'm going to go with IQ, obviously. Um, because I feel what IQ brings, I feel like IQ can actually run the offense. Where I, like, I don't know what I said before. Because, you know, I let the cat, cat out of the bag, I had to step out. But I don't feel like Tyler Harrow will be able to run the offense if, like, I guess Kyle Lowry went down or Jimmy went down no, or something like he, that. Because he gave him that responsibility before, and, yeah, he didn't really do that well. And, you know, he fell flat on his yeah. face. Yeah. Emmanuel quickly is a guy that I believe and kind of showed in a way that he can run our offense if we need if Kim, Kimber Walker went down, Derrick Rose went down, and he had to be in a position where he had to run the point guard, you're talking about a guy that can basically get it how he live and at the same time give the ball to the necessary people that need to get the ball and have an offense flow pretty good, you know? And I think a guy like that, you have to throw the bag at him. He's a guy that's more valuable to your team because he touched more players. He affects more players. Tyler Harrell, when I see him, he's just a guy that when he catch it, he's going to throw that thing up. You know, he may go in and may not. And then it's the next play. So, of course, I think I don't even think it's close after I just explained that, man. And this is me being Giannis and I ain't talking about the guy from Milwaukee. It's crazy that you said all that because we didn't even bring that up. See? You see how easy that is, folks? See how in sync we are over here? Venture Season Network. Make sure y'all do y'all Googles. Make sure y'all do y'all follows. At the end of the day, let's get into it before we get off this whole Miami Heat thing, right? Overall, and you haven't said it yet, but with this question, state your record for the year. And then this is like a three-part thing. So state your record for the year. Give me... Who you feel is really gonna succeed the most on your team? And give me a hot take trade that y'all possibly might do before the uh, by the not even before by the trade deadline. You can start in any order you want. Yeah, um, the record part. I'm 47 wins just keep popping up in my head. I feel like it's gonna be like that. I feel like 47 35 is gonna be our record. Um, as far as a hot take, hot take trade, uh, that's hard. That's hard because, like I said, our team is really set for the foreseeable future. Like, cause we got big contracts across the board. So, the real people, realistically, we could really trade is, like, people like, I guess, like, Philip Victor Oladipo or somebody along that nature. I got so, a question but, before you continue because you said this dork's name. It's like, no, I'm not saying that. But, uh, <laughs> this guy's name, Victor Oladipo. When I see, when I hear his name, I think about injuries, 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 injuries. Will he be? Does he have trade value? Because you said y'all may want to trade him, y'all may trade him. Does he have value? I think we'll be able to build it up <clears throat> because he's supposed to be coming back sometime, like in December. I'm hearing. So I guess what's the the trade deadline like in February? Yeah. So I guess I'll give him time like to build it up at least. So I I'm assuming that we're gonna play him some so to build his trade value up because that would really be the only trade piece we could really give away. Honestly. How optimistic are you that that will play out in that in that way? It, it probably won't because I feel like our team's gonna be rolling at that point. That that's how I feel. Our team's gonna be rolling at that point, and he's really gonna be a non-factor and I. Offense, defense, like pretty much in the whole scheme of things. So what about this though? Even though you have that whole, you know, perception of Victor Oladipo, you know, possibly being a good trade piece for you guys, what if they don't even use Victor Oladipo? What if they what if they say, you know what, we wanna get PJ Tucker or we wanna get, you know, Duncan Robinson out there. Yeah, they may have gave them good contracts, but that doesn't mean that they still can't offload them to get us something better in return. Like, you could possibly cancel out two people for one. You feel me? I'm just saying, like, that, that is an option. I mean, that is an option, but like I said, I don't really see that going on because 
because like I said, that's our core right there. And Pat Riley, he doesn't really go, he don't really trade core pieces like that. At least, at least not that often. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm thinking about old Victor Oladipo, probably somebody from from off the bench, probably make a, a trade there because, like I said, I'm not I'm not. Who's gonna uh, take a Jimmy Butler contract or a Kyle Lowry contract, especially at this point in their careers? Nah, not so, one of them. I wouldn't say one of them. Definitely more so on the Duncan Robinson, you know, PJ Tucker, anybody but those two and Bam. Those three ain't going nowhere. I feel we like know that. It would be even harder to trade. What would you think? Because mm. we're giving Duncan Robinson about $20 million just to be like a catch and shoot guy. Hey, but if he's the best to do it, <laughs> who wouldn't want him? You get what I'm saying? I'm just, a lot of people, they like, I mean, they we get crazy deals in the NBA, but if you really think about it, think about all the trades you've seen throughout your course of watching the NBA have you seen somebody get the bag and they'll still get traded for somewhere in the mm-hmm. deadline none of that matters the NBA is making money it's growing steadily that's what it does you know what I'm saying but alright so we got to the trade aspect part right who would actually break out on your team like who for the for the current roster you have who is this team fitting to the most to really succeed Honestly, Jimmy, because uh, Kyle Lowry, he's going to take some of the ball responsibility away from Jimmy, give him a rest on defense and offense. So I feel like that's going to give Jimmy Butler even be he's going to be even more effective on the defensive end than when it's uh, when it's time to score. Jimmy Butler will be able to score because he's proven that he can score when you need when when it's when it's time to. He's proven that he can score, uh, and I feel like he could do that like throughout the game instead of like in the fourth quarter. Because so, I feel like last year and like the, the year before when we did the run in the bubble, mm-hmm. I feel like he was picking and choosing his spots. And so I feel like he don't really have to do that anymore this season coming up because we got Kyle Lowry. So I feel like he's going to be able to pace himself throughout the whole game and just be effective the whole time. Hey, I like that take. I like that take. Even though you say Jimmy, I got Bam for you, you feel me? That's just me. I feel like Kyle and Jimmy will, you know, help out his workload to where he can actually create a little bit more and not have to worry about being that second option. Being the third option for the way he plays is honestly how it should have been. But that's just my take. So enough about these scrubs because y'all not beating us anyway. So we going to talk about the Knicks now. You feel me? I was going to sit there and switch it and be like, you know what? Let's talk about the Sixers. But... Nah, we could wait on them. They are already going through turmoil. We're going to talk about the Red Hot Knicks, you know, on phone and them. We're going to talk about on phone and them. And then with the new additions of Kimba Walker, Evan Fournier, you know, we had to get rid of uh, Alfred Payton's mom and, you know, dad and, you know, all that extra speculation. And then Mr. Reggie Bullock talking about, we ain't even going to get in that. I already did a whole pod about you. But anyways, let's take it to my guy, Kev Easy, on this one. Because... Yes, we both are Nick fans, but we both have different perspectives. We, we definitely do. So the same borderline questions that I asked Sweeze is going to go to you. We're going to start it off with, for you, I feel like you can give me this right now. What's your overall record for us this year? Uh, this year? I, fully, I fully believe that we do tap that 50 between 50 to 52 wins for the New York Knicks. I'm definitely in agreement, but why do you feel that way? Why? It's because most of the guys, most of the key guys, the important guys is returning. The guys that's returning are guys that work hard, coachable. Um, they, they pretty much um, hold up the culture, hold up the standard that was pretty much laid down by Tom Thibodeau that we're going to play defense, we're going to work hard, the shots going to fall, they're going to fall. You know, so Definitely. the guys that came back all live by that. The kids that we drafted, they may not play, they may play, but just based off what I saw in the summer league, they they bleed the same way we do. That's a fact. You know, they, they, they bleed the same way we do. So it's like, okay, they can fit in if need be. They may not play, they may play. We kind of deep, low-key. Um, the losses, 
it doesn't outweigh the gains. Like you, we lost Reggie, EP, whatever them dudes, right? Yeah. But we gained Evan Fournier that can give you thirty. You know what I'm saying? Kimba, who he, is who all star. Enough said. <laughs> yeah, feel me in front of Big Bronx, Big Big Bronx. You know the vibes. And um, and when I talk about the kids, let me mention the kid Sims as well, who I think will probably get some time early on since we waiting on Mitch. But even, look, I just said Mitch. When Mitch come back, we don't know what that's going to do. It's only going to add, not subtract from what we're doing. So, Key facts. And it's not like we're running anything new. The second year of something that worked last year, now guys are in the system again in year two. You can only get better, man. So that's why I got us at that 50 burger. That's a big fact. Okay. So you got us with the 50-52 piece. I'm in agreement with that. Um, I I was just doing a, a, a pod not too long ago. Well, not even doing a pod. Let me rephrase that. I just dropped one not too long ago featuring, you know, Project Nerd HQ where we tapped into that. Well, you man. know, you already know that's my guy. Make sure y'all tune in to Fall I Love of the Game, man. Shout outs to them. But, um... I was uh I was checking I we was we was doing the whole research on it the whole 82 game season and really just picking and choosing you know certain games and it was like roughly we won 40 something games last year to get to the 50 it's not that hard it's just really 10 more games that you just got to win and with the pieces we got that kind of cracked down on a lot I get that you know the east got better because it did the East did get better finally. So now I feel like it's even out with East and West. But I feel like it just made it better for us because we always we already got that chip on our shoulder. You get what I'm saying? We already I'm looking for the right word for it. We already have that tenacity and that willingness to wanna grow and not run from the challenge. So it's just it's a perfect setup, honestly. It's a perfect setup. So my next thing to you is the way this roster is built, who is going to benefit the most from this? And you can only pick one. I'm a, Obviously, I'm going to go with the easy one because I feel like it should be Nah, safe. don't go with the easy one. Go with the factual one. It, it's the same. <laughs> it's the same because at the end of the day, this this guy going to have to lead the team again in year two. Uh, well, his year three, but, you know, Year two of uh, the the new era, and that's Julius Randle. Julius Randle' big issue last year in the playoffs is that he felt like he needed to do too much. Like he felt like he needed to do everything, and and you can honestly say that's because we didn't have the firepower that we have this year. Now us having this firepower, that's only going. Um, it's only going to help a guy like D. Rose who don't need to play that many minutes. So when he comes in, that's efficient. Like, it's probably like 15 minutes a game. That's that's great for D. Rose probably. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's just so many ways that I feel like we can just basically, like. Just turn up just on him. Just turn up, bro. Like, <laughs> He like, said it's too many options. There's just too many options. And Julius Randle, back to him, is that it's just going to make it easier for him. He's not going to get double teamed as much because, number two, I know you asked for one guy, but these guys, to me, are like co-defendants, man. RJ's going to benefit as well. Uh, the Batman and Robin, that dynamic like duo. those two guys are one, and we're going to see that this year, that those – Two guys are one, and they're really going to succeed off each other. And it's because of the other pieces we have on the team. But it's Julius Randle one for me. That's a fact. That's a fact. So, Swedes, bringing it to you, Mr. Miami. I'm going to bring you to the Knicks side. Do you agree with him, or do you feel like it's another player that this roster fits that will actually help them break out this year? Uh, I'm going with somebody else, actually. Who you going with? with uh, my guy, RJ. Duke staying up. I'm going with RJ, man. Going as your number one? Yeah. Okay. And why do you feel yeah. like that? Because I feel like, because he was, he was, well, it was, this was more like a, a team problem, but I was noticing, noticing this more from him and um, Julius Randle as well. Shot making. 
And I feel like RJ Shotmaker is gonna be better this year because of I got I got Kim, Kimber Walker. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> don't see what you started. Don't do that. Anyways. It's crazy, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm in total agreement with both of you guys. Like, the dynamic duo should take the leaps, which they are. It's going to happen. You heard it first. You hear it again. It's going to happen, okay? MVP talks for Randall. Most improved player, RJ. All-star, RJ. Randall, RJ. Both all stars. Do you understand that? Okay. I didn't say he was winning it. I said MVP talks. That's what I said. That's what I said. Just like last year, he was in some talks. You feel me? But the person I'm going with, the best fit for anybody on this team is the hometown kid. And I ain't talking about Taj. And I ain't talking about Obi. Talking about Kimba. Walker, cardiac Kimba is in the garden, bro. You know how he give it up. Like what? I it's different. Like I'm from New York. You feel me? It's different when you are a ball player that is a guard from New York than a ball player that is a forward from New York. It's a big difference. We play different, man. Oh my God, I can't wait. Because when he violate, it's gonna be another Derrick Rose situation. No. What? <laughs> you know he's Mr. Buzzer Beater. And then now we got two of them because you saw how D Rose was giving it up and what he's done in his previous years. But I feel like Kimber is really gonna take it to that next level, only because he has you know a familiar a familiarity, however you say that word, because I can't get it out right now. He's familiar with Evan. So that's a good backcourt dynamic right there. Then, like I said, we're having him and Julius there. And, of course, with Noel, Taj, or Sims playing the center role, that's good enough spacing to create those opportunities to get all-star. I mean, to get all-star because I'm already calling it right now. To get RJ to that all-star contention and make that leap. Also give spacing for Randall to do what he got to do to still thrive the way he needs to thrive. And then you still got three guys on the court because you got Kimba, Evan, with Randall automatically. You got a double team. You feel me? And then the way our center position is, even if you throw in Mitch, you add Sims, you add Taj, you add, no, you add Noel. Defensive presence all the way. With Taj, yes, he's a little older, but he has more finesse, so he can finesse most of these bigs in the game because most of these bigs in this league don't got no type of post moves. So it's easy for him to, you know, do what he do. Um, as of Sims and Mitch, it's bang town all day. They, they wild and jumping out the gym. Noel and, and Mitch and Sims could be the same way. Block City all day, you feel me? So it's spacing, and then on top of that, he's home. You know what I mean? It's home. It's different. He he's gonna get that Derrick Rose type of feel. It's lit. And then Derrick Rose standing like, oh nah, he started. He he started. You feel me? I ain't got no more to say to that. So back to you, Ease. And then we could probably wrap this up, but we probably not, because you know it's my team. It's my show. I'm gonna do what I wanna do. But <laughs> um let's go ahead. How do you feel about how do you feel about the how do you feel about the rookies and how do you feel about Evan Fournier? Because a lot of people don't really put any respect on Evan Fournier as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are sleeping on our rookies just because, you know, everybody's like, oh, it's summer league, you can't just go based off summer league. I'm like, okay, well, 
What if we go based off their whole career from high school to college, what we just seen and summer league? Does that count? You get what I'm saying? So just give me your perspective on, you know, maybe which one of these rookies is your favorite out of all of them and, you know, your feelings on Evan. Okay, with the rookies, I'll start with Grimes, right? Mm -hmm. I think Grimes is a guy that, as far as shooting goes, he's ready to, like, he's ready to come in kind of like the Probably get a few minutes. Allen Houston 2.0, maybe? Mm, I don't want to put that on him. He, I want him to be Grimes, you know what I'm saying? I respect it. So if Quentin Grimes can be Quentin Grimes, then Quentin Grimes going to be a Quentin Grimes guy that the Knicks show love to give it back to. You know, but um, I think he's the guy that can come in, get shots, probably, his, probably like a Tyler Hero type of start. You know, um... And I guess over time, his role may increase, but I see him getting that. Like, that'll probably be his role okay. at the max. But um, this guy here, well, you know, let me not go here. That's my favorite right there. <laughs> let, me go, let me go to the next guy. That's Sims. He's a guy that, you know, since, like I said earlier, may get some minutes because we're waiting on Mitch. And I believe that Sims is good enough that we don't have to ask Taj to come in and play these minutes. Just get have the kid in there. It's early in the season. Let the kid get the minutes now. Especially him, right? Uh, especially him because he has attitude. He go get it quick on his feet. And he's not scared to put the ball back in the hole when you get the uh, rebound. So, I like to see that. But my favorite guy is a guy that's he reminds me of a guy that couldn't stay out the crowd <laughs> back in um, was Oklahoma State. Yeah. This kid right here, Miles McBride, Deuce McBride, bro, he has he has the mentality, the grit. He can control a game. He know how to run an offense. Plays defense. <laughs> he plays defense. I had to say it twice. The kid. He looked like a vet out there. I'm not going to lie. The way he carried himself. He looked like a vet. Shout outs to him playing football, man. I'm telling you, when you get them players that play football first and then play basketball, it gets lit. My fault for cutting you off, but, bro, it be super lit. Prime example, and I always state these two. Allen Iverson, LeBron James. Do you understand it? Miles McBride is a guy that can come in. I believe he can get minutes just based off how hard he play. But unfortunately, I feel like we're so deep at the guard position, especially like point guard. If he gets in as maybe a two guard, I don't know. I, I just don't see him getting in just because you have Kimba, Derek, quickly. You know, it's going to be hard for him to get some minutes up in there. But I think just the way he plays – you have to get that guy on the, on the floor. But if he can't get on the floor, hey, man, I ain't mad at it. That only means that we, we good at we're uh, in that position, in that department, in that room. You know? So that's how I feel about the rookies. I think all of them is capable of contributing this year. Mm-hmm. May contribute. Um, I'm confident. I mean, I have confidence that um, these guys will be able to step up and do their thing if called upon. So shout out to them. And... I like that class, man. Shout out to Leon Rose and the staff and all that for picking them. Evan Fournier. I feel he gets the he gets he don't get the respect because dun, when, dun, dun. if you don't know him, you just know him for being injury prone and for two K always messing his face up. That's all you know him for. That is a prime fact. You know, you know his last name. Right. The only reason why I give him respect, because every time he play a team that I like, Knicks, he he give us buckets. He throw buckets on us. He go to the garden, he one of them guys that put up them numbers. You know, he can score. When he went to Boston, I felt like he didn't get the respect he, he deserved, especially when Jalen Brown went down the – you would have thought that he would have got a little bit more looks. Um, I think he got hurt over there too, didn't he? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He did at a point, but over there wasn't he like the? I think he was like the fourth or fifth option at that. Like that was crazy yeah, it was to me. Nuts. Yeah, it was in a bad situation in Boston. Um, 
But over here, bro, it's like, yo, if you don't work in New York, it's because you don't got it in you. And I think he got it in him. He's not scared to go against anybody. You know, um, defense, I'm hearing he's solid on defense. He's not great, but he's solid. He's like, all right, if you solid, Thibs going to make you great or good, you know? So I think Evan Fournier is more so like he's going to have to win the the matches over. But I think those who know the game know pretty much understand his game, have an idea of what we have built, our foundation, what it's built upon. I think you know, like, Evan Fournier is going to give us the best he has and it's going to be good. It's not going to be, like, something weak. It's not going to be like that that guy that from, uh, what was he, he was the number one pick, Bariani or something like that. Oh, Andre Bariani. Yeah, it ain't going to be one of them. Nah, that's a big fact. So, look, we're going we gonna, we gonna to brush past this real quick. I'm going to slide over here to Sweets. Sweets. So, we tapped into that, right? Out of everybody on my roster, and I'm not talking about this 20-man roster right now because, yes, it's still training camp. Preseason is going to be on the way next Tuesday. Well, not next Tuesday. This Tuesday coming up. October 5th on 5 into my plea that you already know. But out of everybody on this team, and, of course, you everybody would say Kevin Knox and all that. But if you had to get rid of anybody out of the solidified five from the starters or the solidified five from the bench, who would you replace? Who would I replace? So, look, I'm going to give you the projected lineups. Kimba, Evan, this is the starting lineup. Kimba, Evan, RJ, Randall, Mitch, right? Bench, Derek, IQ, Alec Burks, Ob, Noel. Who you? Who you? Who's getting off? Who's getting out of that? Out of out of one of the lineups? You could pick anybody out of the ten, but who you think should really be switched or anything like that? Like, what would you do? Uh, I feel like Evan Fournier should be on the bench. Ooh. And you feel like who should start? See, that's the thing. I don't know. I feel like Derrick Rose should be starting. Even though I understand that he's a better, he's a better person, a better player coming off the uh, coming off the bench. But I don't know, man. The spark that Derrick Rose be, be be giving at the beginning of the games, man, it's just. I feel like y'all y'all gonna need that this season to get off on fast starts. So I feel like I say I say Derrick Rose for every four years. See, that's because I got old ass Kyle Lowry. Starting to be all right. <laughs> Derrick Rose. He's going to make that work. And I feel like I can make that work, too. Yeah. So, wait. You want Kimba and Derrick Rose in the starting lineup together? Why not? Hell no. I would not want that. If anything, I thought you were probably going to say switch uh, Evan for IQ. Like, I thought he was going to say that, folks. But truth be told, if it was up to me, and I'm not talking about trading. I'm just talking about swapping anybody. Um, I feel like personally, I'm gonna do a little something different. I'm gonna let. I get Noel got paid the bag, right? But Noel's gonna start because we know Mitch can't play right now, right? Mm-hmm. And. Sims should back him up, but only for a limited time. Because Jericho Sims. Jump, man, jump, man. You know, homie that hit his head on the the drum. And then, you know, wild out in Summer League, banging it on everybody. But um, I feel like, personally, this is where we see more of the OB and Randall like lineups you know what I'm saying because Mitch is not playing right now so I feel like this is where we see Obi get those minutes that we all been talking about how he gonna get more minutes instead of taking Randall off the floor we, we got a small ball lineup where Noel's not really doing his thing he's like I bet Obi come in 
Like, I feel like now this is where he's coming straight up, like, I bet. So that that's just my perspective on it. Other than that, yo, we gonna we gonna be good, we're gonna be great. Like, we the Knicks, you feel me? It's nothing it's nothing really to be said to that. Go I guess we could. Go, go. Nah, we gotta change that thing, man. That dude owns the Hawks, dude. Oh, for real? Yeah, you ain't watched the thing I showed you before? No. Oh, yeah, 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 he's still a Knicks yeah, yeah. fan because he was like, he made the jingle, but he sold it. So he's, you know what I'm saying? He sold the rights. He did his thing. It's no, no hate to him, but. True. At the end of the day, yeah, he owns the Hawks. So yeah, I can't. Well, he's part owner, whatever you want to call it, but yeah, I can't get jiggy with him. So. I mean, shoot, Vince Carter worked for NFL, NBA, the Hawks, <laughs> baseball. Oh, yeah, he does the Hawks uh, commentary. I mean, yeah, that's a <laughs> fact. That's a fact. People be dipped all over the place. But we, we could go ahead and get off the Knicks real quick because it's like we still got to talk about Philly, unfortunately. Dun, we got to respect. Dun. We got to respect the sounds. Taz sounds he couldn't be in the building. You yeah. feel me? Other co hosts of Venture Season Podcast. Yeah. This is Pat Philly up, bro. It's, respect. It's the reason why Taz Make it quick, it's the reason man. why Taz ain't here, bro. They going they going through some Kobe Shaq type of situation right now. It's not played correctly. You know? Look, 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 scratch all that, right? Let's keep it straight to the point. We're gonna go around the room, we're gonna start right with you. Where you putting where you where you shipping Ben Simmons to? Ben Simmons is going to the Miami Heat because they need somebody. Nah, we good. <laughs> nah, next. Ship him. Next. Nah, nah, nah. Where you shipping them? Shipping them to, uh, to the Pacers, man. You guys see the latest report? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, front row. I feel like they going to get them. For Malcolm Brogdon? Yeah, Malcolm Brogdon. I feel like he'll fit with the Sixers and some other players. I can't think of he gonna, whoever they this, got with the Pacers. They could put a package together. Y'all see Ben Simmons yeah. working with Spinoza? Sabonis. Sabonis? Sabonis? Nah, 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 nah. They gotta. When it comes to the paces, they gotta keep somebody. You get what I'm saying? So, if I'm them, and I really wanna finesse the paces, yo, give me Malcolm Brogdon, give me Karis LeVert. Yeah. You feel me? And give me some picks. You feel me? Like, let me, let me go, let me get that. You give me that for Ben Simmons? We got a deal. You feel me? I think that's what they did. Flex and finesse, right mm-hmm. Flex and finesse, and if that happens, hey, I called it. <laughs> it's lit. But if it was me, and I'm sending off Ben Simmons, I'm sending him to Houston. Like, I feel like, honest to God, truth be told, Houston needs to go ahead and just do that swap. Philly need to stop acting like birds and understand that you need a guard to help out Embiid. You really need a guard guard. Like, yes, I get Ben Simmons is an elite defender, elite everything, but what you're trying to do, the system you're trying to run, Mm -hmm. he don't fit it. So you need to go get a guard that at least has experience and is going to get the job done because other than that, no, it's not going to happen. Just go get John Wall, bro. Just do the swap. It's easy, plain as day. They get Ben, you get John, call it a day. That's it. That's it. Just do it. Daryl Morey getting John Wall, that would be so hilarious. That would be that would destroy everything, his whole reputation, because he is built off analytics. And when it comes to an- analytics and John Wall, Nah, nah those, I already those know. Those he, he, couldn't, he couldn't duggy his way out of that one. Yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he killed it. Though. That's how it was. But nah, honestly, that's that's what I would do. But nah, realistically, I would actually um, I would send I would send Ben to either the Pacers or I would send him to uh, possibly sleeper like on some OD sleeper that nobody's talking about. The Clippers. I don't know how he gonna get over there, but he'll probably be on the Clippers. My I, would sleeper, hate, I would hate. I would. I would officially hate that team. My sleeper that's not really a sleeper, but I'm. I'm saying they can just do it straight up. Straight up. Cool. <laughs> player for play. Player for player. player. player straight up. Who? <laughs> <Cool. laughs> Draymond. 
For Ben Simmons, yeah, just go ahead and do it. Yeah, just go ahead and do it. I'll tell you, bro. Because look, look, Draymond know he can't shoot, but he's going to shoot that mug, though. But that's why they they split. You know, they're still splitting the building between uh, on Ben Simmons and Draymond could even play together. So, yeah, just player for player, man. Yeah, straight up. That's just to end it all. (laughs) Let's just trade them straight up. (laughs) <laughs> just add the money. Say, yo, we'll just we'll just fork the rest of the brand. Yo, that. that would be sad, though, man. But look, honestly, that's enough about Philly. We don't care about them. I don't think anybody on this side cares about them at all. They're not. They're not. They're not, they're not gonna win a chip. Uh, when they go against the Knicks, they're in turmoil. They're not gonna beat us. So they're not even gonna make the playoffs. No, 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 that's overdoing it, bro. I ain't say all that. <laughs> I ain't say all that. Like, I'm a realistic Nick fan. I feel like they're gonna win at least. 50 games. Yeah, but they're still not going to get anywhere anywhere to a title. It's not happening. Not this year, not next year, not the year after that. I can see them getting bounced in the, I can see them getting bounced in the first round because I think by then, Ben Simmons is going to be gone. Don't know to which team, but I think he's going to be gone by season's end. Whoever is replacing Ben Simmons is going to um, pick that team up. I have the Philadelphia 76ers Losing in the conference finals. I have two. Who? To who? Us? Because <laughs> come on, let's be real here. Let's be real here. Hey, you saying all that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I knew. That's why he stayed quiet. I ain't even said team yet. You know? I ain't even said team yet. Nah, 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 nah. But if we do go all the way that far, that's super lit. Because once we there, I already know. Ain't no stopping. Ain't no stopping. We already made it there. You might as well keep going. Put your foot on the... That's how I feel about it. When you got a team that wasn't even supposed to make it that that far, ain't no reason to stop. You turn it up even more. Like, you got to put your foot on the pedal. So, it is what it is. Hey, they tried though, right? Unlike Hewen, he don't want to dunk the... I ain't going, you know what I'm saying? Yo, shout out to Mark Jackson, yo. He was on Shannon Sharp's oh, job. Yeah, he was spitting some real facts. He was talking about how... He always spit facts. He was talking about how Patrick Ewing... They told him to sit. <laughs> he said, yo, I got a call, man. I got a call, man. I just want to uh, drive back. I can drive back. I'll meet y'all to the hotel or whatever. They say, nah, you get your big ass on that bus. <laughs> Nah, that's a fact. He said, and he, they, and Mark Jackson said he got on the bus. He was mad as hell. But he, that was like, yo, players didn't understand their worth back then. I'm like, yo, nah, Patrick, <laughs> nah. Michael Jordan wasn't going no, for no, that. Patrick Ewing was number one in the number one in the draft. I'm like, nah, he wasn't feeling that way. Nah. I, 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 hey, <laughs> man. Hey, Mark. Mark said it out of his own mouth, man. We watched this it. This is Patrick we watched Ewing. It. Georgetown. Hey, bro. that's Patrick, man. He he wasn't Mike. You know, know how it was. Know, like, shout out to Patrick. You and know that. He, he sweated over a lot of pounds on the Knicks floor. But why you, you know ain't dunked the ball, bro? Like, nah, don't, nah, hold up, man. Why, you know what? We just going to end it there, man. You should have dunked the ball. That's it. Because that, that just got me mad. Like, why didn't he dunk the ball? We could have made some more noise, bro. You had... One option. He should, Dunk. Have, he should never been in Space Jam. He ain't never get all his powers out that ball. That's a fact. They really robbed him. They took his. They took his moves. But yo, we still love you on the side. We love everything that you contribute. Come on, man. It's still human all day. I still gotta get some humans. I ain't even gonna hold you. Yeah, they hard. That's a fact. But look, guys, I thank y'all for tuning in, man. Thank you, Kev Ease. Yeah. Thank you, Sweezy Peasy. Yeah. Make sure y'all get in tune with the Venture Season Network. That goes by saying, you gotta follow me. That's Nick in 30. You feel me? Then you gotta go to Kev Easy Show at Steelers for Seven in them. You feel me? And then after that, you gotta go to Venture Season Network with Sweezy Peasy. Also with, you know, the Philly guy, Taz Sounds. You know, the two co-hosts getting it lit, getting it in. Venture Season Podcast gonna be a lit one. Other than that, y'all, make sure y'all get ready for preseason October 5th. Tuesday. It's gonna go down. It's super lit. Make sure that y'all go to the YouTube Nick and 30. 
That's the name of the channel. Make sure y'all go ahead and hit that subscribe, hit that like, and make sure you click the notification bell. You know what I mean? Comment on the videos, let me know something. Also make sure that y'all go cop a Nick and 30 shirt because as you watch the videos on YouTube, the link is always in the description. It was nice having y'all, nice having y'all ears. And other than that, I see y'all next Friday. But before I see y'all next Friday, make sure y'all tune in this Sunday so I can make up for the live I missed this Thursday. I got a lot of work to catch up on, y'all. Work's been killing me, but I'm going to make up for it. I'm going to probably go live around 3 p.m., so tune in for that. We lit. Stay real. Nick's all day. And what more I got to say? We what out. What more can I say? No, I don't say that because he bought that whole right. Brooklyn Nets stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Never mind. Get him out of here. Pack Jim, him up. Jim Jones dips at them. Cut it off. Just cut it off. When that lead pop, face soft and I send a drop in the back of the trap and the speakers not Feature film up the regal stop, crash market, wait on me to flop Mike Jack on my thriller bop, moonwalk while you skip the rock Hop step, flame on any block, crossfire while I spin your top Slow mo, got a diddy bop, no capping, I'm hunting for real I wanted I get in my kill, a hundred to pray for the will Cause Jesus not about to pill, old roads and hair Red dot, no fear, one hit without a care Reaper still death still. My nigga, we moving and loaded up. Get back into it. Slide framed up with bag improvements. Cash route, see the wide grooving and running and running. Big step and moving. See them gold bricks, go pack and move it. 2.5, get you back into it. All profit, that straight shooting. You know, Pluto, Sumo, Kudos. Oh, black, get pop, no Bruno. Animated shots, no Fudo. You know, Pluto, Sumo, Kudos. Oh, black, get pop, no Bruno. Animated shots, no Fudo. You know, Pluto, Sumo, Kudos, or Black Kid Pop, no Bruno. Animated shots, no Fudo. You know, Pluto, Sumo, Kudos, or Black Kid Pop, no Bruno. Animated shots, no Fudo.